Welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. And welcome to the 91st episode of the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we're going to talk about increasing our happiness and quality of life by building a better relationship with our work life. Yes, you workaholics, listen up because we need to have an intervention here. Our entire podcast has been about career progress, but one of the pitfalls is putting way too much into our work lives and it can actually work against us. You see, it can sabotage our health, it sabotages our happiness, and ironically, it can even sabotage the very career goals that we are trying to achieve. So why you might want to listen to this episode, you want less stress, you value your life as a whole, and you want more happiness. I brought on the best person I could for this topic. Hillary Constable is a rock star HR consultant and founder of Constable HR, which is based in Denver. She began her journey while studying in school under some great minds in her field of psychology. She racked up some solid experience in various industries, and she's made it her mission to fight this modern-day epidemic that there is a better life. So let's launch right into it with our 91st episode of the Career Warrior Podcast. All right, Hillary, how are you doing today? I'm well. How are you, Chris? Excellent. So I thought there would be no better way to open up this episode here. I want to hear about what sets you on this mission to destroy Mm -hmm. workaholism. Sure. Yeah, I... Really, I think I've been avoiding this topic for my whole life because I am a natural workaholic. I was raised by workaholics. I'm surrounded uh, on all sides of my family with workaholics. And I've just always thought it was a good thing to work really hard and do well at work. And I was sort of maybe in denial until about 2012 is when I started developing my first physical, like physically visible um, health um, symptoms of uh, workaholism is what I would say. Sure. And I started, I got a rash on the left side of my face that would not go away. And I had it for um, two years and I had tried lots of lotions and soaps. I'd gone to the doctor and it just, it was, nothing was working. There's about a three year stretch of my life where there are no pictures of me because I was embarrassed about my skin. And then I realized that um, I, I also realized that I wasn't breathing. <laughs> I would oh, I'd no. be typing an email and I would just be, I would be so into that that I would not breathe or I would only breathe very shallowly. And when I decided to uh, take some deep breaths, then my skin started to get better. And my sister had the same exact experience where she developed a very similar rash and she also started this breathing and um, she her skin also started to get better and she had tried lotion and soap and blah, 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 all that. And so that was my first real wake up call where it was like, all right, this is something that's affecting my physical health and it's completely within my control. You know, I exercise, I eat healthy food, um, but I, I was always skipping lunch. I was sometimes skip breakfast. Um, um, anyway, but so then there was, that was my own personal experience. And then in 2015, um, my dad was um, diagnosed with stage four lung cancer and he, 
Um, he passed away about three weeks after his 66th birthday. He was supposed to retire on his 66th birthday, and instead he was in the emergency room dealing with uh, the fluid in his lungs. And all of those things that we had talked about, um, that um, about things that he was going to do after he retired, never happened, and he never got a chance. Um, and so that was the next really enormous thing that changed my life a lot and even still after that though I really resisted the um this thing that was staring me right in the face this incredible passion I have for helping people stop trading their personal yeah. health and lives for their work yeah and thank you so much for sharing that because I wouldn't be surprised if there were people listening on the show right now um, who have experienced something like that or who are currently experiencing that. And um, I'm really glad you brought it to light just because there are some physical things that do manifest. Um, I think a lot of us were so buried in our work that we almost don't notice it. Um, I know mm -hmm. in periods of life when I have put too much into work, I've not had the best self-awareness when it's come to my own workaholism. Let's kind of dive into what you think the symptoms are of workaholism. Like, what should we actually look out for to determine whether this is a problem that we need to treat? Mm -hmm. I think that, of course, workaholics work a lot where we usually skip meals, we work long hours, we are really so like overly engaged in our work to the extent that we're not doing much of anything else. And so some kind of warning signs would be if you have no hobbies, if your personal relationships are kind of uh, struggling, like I'm divorced, I've had other relationships that ended, I think in part because of my dedication to my work, and actually the Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers uh, have discovered that workaholism is one of the top four causes of divorce. So if your relationships are not going well, um, if you're skipping a lot of meals, if you're not sleeping well, I think that is another big one. We're often preoccupied. Uh, for me, through yeah. chunks of my career, it was hard for me to fall asleep, and then it was hard to stay asleep. Yeah. Um, you know, wake up at three o'clock in the morning and you're wide yeah. awake because you're thinking about work. <laughs> Trust me, I know it. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. And then when you, you know, you're like, oh, I need a vacation, and yeah. you take a vacation and you can't relax. Yeah. And that's another sign. If you're not able to enjoy a vacation or a night out or um, time with friends and family, then, and you're preoccupied with work, that could be another sign. And actually, um, that's some, I've read that, I've read, of course, a lot about this. And that's also something that's kind of called out all the time is this inability to enjoy things that are not work related. So I think I think, I think that hits it on the head because like and this is something that you've you've even called out on your website it's like you need to value your life as a whole and not just the work related things. So um and I know mm -hmm. exactly what you're talking about because I've I've lived it and I still do like I'll admittedly say I still do live it sometimes is like I'll dive so deep in my work just because I'm such a hyper-focused individual sometimes and um, and I just really want to get some things done and it becomes really hard for me sometimes to just, I don't know, break my guitar out and just enjoy playing the music, you know? So um, I think that's a really good call out and I would encourage people to reflect back on their current lives and ask, like, are there times when I haven't 
felt like I can enjoy the other things besides work just because I'm way too focused on it. Exactly. Excellent. I just want to play devil's advocate for a moment. I do this with almost all my guests here. Um, okay. I need to work hard. I need to work long hours. And just because like I'm a top performing salesperson, I, I'm an entrepreneur. They're, the only way my business can succeed is if I do put in those 60 to 70 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, how can I not be a workaholic? Like, How can I not make this my lifestyle? I think it's really easy to get caught up in whatever you're doing. You're, you're a successful entrepreneur or you are the top salesperson. It's hard to not do what you've been doing that in your mind is working, right? And you know that I think some ways to kind of ease your way into having a better relationship with your work would be to make sure that you're taking care of your basic needs. And even a workaholic and the most dedicated um, professional can see that uh, your physical health is really one of the most important things in your lives. And if you're not well, you can't work. So if nothing else, keep yourself well so you can continue to work. And so that could come in the form of setting boundaries for yourself, like that you're not going to work past a certain time of day. You're not going to start working. Like I remember setting my alarm for quarter to four once because I wanted to get to work earlier than my early time. <laughs> That's like <laughs> when I saw the 345, Ooh. I'm like, this is not yeah. <laughs> wow. But so setting those boundaries and then committing to yourself that you're going to eat three meals a day okay, um, and making sure that when you do eat, you're not in front of your computer. Like I see so many people who eat their lunch while they're checking their work email. That does not count. You're not taking a real break. You need to get away. So even if it's only 15 minutes and science shows or research shows that you 15 minutes does help you. And when you're coping with extreme amounts of stress, 15 minutes is enough to help give your mind enough of a break so that you can start, you can recover and sort of mitigate the effects of that stress. So I think those are your, your most basic needs. And then if you have um, a family to take care of, just being more intentional about committing to what you're going to do for them. I think that could be another way Uh, for workaholics. It's hard for us to prioritize really anything outside of work, but when you're looking at like your, your, your partner and your children, I mean, I have a dog sometimes like that helps me. That's your child. That's your baby. (laughs) (laughs) She can only be inside by herself for so long before (laughs) she needs to go outside. Right. So just um, setting those, those boundaries, I think is, um, a really big part of it and just getting started. And then hopefully it grows from there and you develop yeah. a, a hobby and you find things you can do yeah. that get your mind off of work that you can enjoy. And I want to delve into that in a second here, because I, I think you come up with a really good concrete ways to have a really good balanced life. Uh, but I just want to go back to one really cool thing you said, which is the fact that 15 minutes can make all the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you found yourself in that great pitfall of workaholism, um, was listening to a podcast. This was a, an amazing author, scientist, expert on, on the, uh, the topic of stress. And um, he advised one of his clients to take a 15 minute tech free lunch break. So mm. he would literally say like, take your phone, like put it somewhere else. And you are not on your phone during that time. Cause this, the CEO mm. was always on emails, always like checking his 
every single thing. Um, and he said out of all the things that this CEO did, like change in diet, change in sleep, the one thing that got his levels of stress mm-hmm. to go down was this tech-free lunch because this created like this reset he needed throughout his day to continue mm-hmm. pushing on. I-, I can't emphasize what you've said enough, just like taking that time to 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 just step away from it and step away from your computer mm-hmm. screen just for a little bit uh, can yeah. go a long way. I like that tech-free part, especially because it's yeah. so easy. You're like, oh, I'm just going to look on Instagram. It's not work-related. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, sneak over to your email. Oh, I'll just quick yep. check it. And then yep. all of a sudden, 15 minutes is over and you yep. haven't really taken a break. <laughs> yep. You're, you're talking to me many, many times in my, in my life so yeah. far. Um, so cool. I want to launch into the heart of this podcast here, which is helping people to, to give them the strategies to deal with this. Um, but to set that up, I just want to ask what, what will my life look like when I actually start Mm -hmm. to value my life as a whole and not just my work life? What, what's it going to look like when I'm not a workaholic anymore? When I think about that, I imagine having those clear boundaries around my work and that after um, I struggle, I still struggle with this like every single day. What do I do when the workday is over and how do I just enjoy the evening or the weekend? And it's, I, I imagine that when I finally do get to that point where I have a healthier relationship with my work, then I will work hard when I'm at work and then I'll be able to turn it off and go and do something fun and just that's only fun that's not also a networking event or also uh you know whatever some sort of business development thing um so i think it's it's clear boundaries and it's being able to disengage from your work whatever those whatever that means specifically from for you individually that those are the two big things i would say fantastic yeah and i knew i knew going to this episode that it would be hard to convince some listeners like just realistically, you know, to completely make this change in their life. But um, I think by presenting those benefits and showing, you know, what your life could look like, I think we'll have some ammo here because life really can get better. And it's mm-hmm. it's not like you're sabotaging your career success. In fact, you know, I think you'll enjoy your career success more when you're not so hyper-focused on it. So. And burnout is, is caused by an over dedication to your work. It's caused by not having breaks, by um, being overly stressed, uh, kind of chronic stress. Yeah. You can be a better employee if you take some breaks. Heck yeah. You know that. <laughs> That's it, scientifically or, proven. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And the logic isn't the problem, right? It's, it's how do you actually get this into your real life? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so cool. Let's launch into the these healthy practices that lead us to better lives. I want to bring in your 2020 pledge, which we will we will pitch at the end of this podcast because I think it's it's sure. so valuable. Um, but you have a 2020 pledge that takes something nebulous like combating workaholism and gives us concrete actions through self awareness. Um, how do you think? If you can just talk about that that pledge for a second and mm-hmm. and tell us how it can lead us to a better life. Yeah, the idea of this pledge is that it can be personalized for for the person who's going to use it. So it makes sense for your life. It helps you pull into focus the things that are causing you to work too much or the signs that you can already see that are telling you when you're doing too much. But I also think you have to 
counteract that with all the positive things because I think there are probably very few people who never have uh, any good habits. So giving you yourself credit where credit is due that you're actually really good about, you know, six o'clock on Friday night, you're done or whatever it yeah. is to, so that, you know, cause I, I think that you need to be balanced and then, um, just being more intentional about what you want in your life, what you want to have um, present and um, just making yourself more aware of, of all of those things. I want to try this out <laughs> because I think it can help me. Um, I think this is something that like just looking through it, I can see like the value in it and it's, it's just amazing. Um, your 2020 pledge, I think had some really beautiful things listed in the beginning. Um, and I'm not telling all listeners that they need to use what's in your pledge, but maybe consider mm-hmm. them because I think they're really good, valuable things. So let's, if we can talk about that, that'd be great. How can we have a more balanced life? Like what are some concrete things that you found? Sure. So the way this starts out is just the pledge says, I pledge to value my whole life above my work life. I will put my best foot forward in all aspects, including rest and re- recreation. And then there are uh, six sections, and the first section is specifically "I will." So actions I'm going to take in order yeah, to allow myself. Those. I love those. And the ones I wrote were: one, have at least one hobby that I engage in weekly. Two, adopt phrases like "I've done enough for today" and "It's good to take a break." And three, prioritize sleep, good food, and exercise. I love that so much. How have each one of these helped you to achieve a more balanced life? Um, let's talk about the hobby thing because, like I said, I love guitar, and I, I just find it so hard to make time for it. I mean, I've done it my entire life, but um, how how can having a hobby or a passion or anything like that, can how can that benefit you in your day-to-day life? So what I've discovered is that photography is my favorite hobby. I'm also a writer, but I'm also a freelance writer too. So it's a little muddier of what's like, what's work and what's not. But photography is something that I've loved since I was a kid. And when I started to get serious about having a real hobby, I realized that I'm actually a good photographer. And yeah. when I show people my work and my photography, they, they like it and they're like, I regularly have people who follow me on Instagram who say just how amazing they've said. I like all these things that I just didn't think. To me, it's just how I see what I see through the lens. I never thought of it as being something that could be so impactful for some people. And so that did two things. One, it gave me something that was valuable to me that I could do that was it was kind of like a job. So it was like, it's yeah. a little bit productive yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. doing something, <laughs> but also it's just something I love to do when I can get totally lost in it. And I think that's a big part of it, getting totally lost in something that you just like to do for the sake of doing it. And then it also gave me a little self-esteem boost. And even though I've accomplished a lot in my career and I feel like I do a good job and I get good responses from my clients, but I also it was nice to think of myself in a broader context that I'm not just this HR professional, this freelance writer, this whatever, whatever my business says I am. I'm not just an entrepreneur Um, and I'm not just measuring myself based on my work accomplishments. I can be like, I am still trying to master night photography. Exactly. So that's, (laughs) so that's something else that I, that's just, 
it adds another layer to who I am and how yes. I see myself, how I value myself. It can be, and I want to just talk about that for a second. It can be unhealthy to just put everything in your whole life into like your identity as an entrepreneur, for instance, mm-hmm. because what happens when your business comes crashing down because sales are down, you know, your whole identity is like, Oh, everything I know about myself has is coming crashing down and people's value and their sense of self-worth starts to deteriorate. So mm-hmm. I think by having those hobbies and re- it, it just really opens up your eyes to realizing that you are not just your one job. And I'm glad you brought that to light. Yeah, absolutely. So how does adopting phrases like I've done enough for today, <laughs> how does that help? Does that work? Uh, you know, yeah. when I believe myself, yes, absolutely. You know, you have to like, there are two pieces to this. You have to say it and you have to believe it. And yep. um, so I've, I'm more committed than I've been in the past and also when I, it's not just, um, saying, all right, I've done enough for today, but thinking, giving myself credit for all the things I've done in a day, Yeah. you know, I had last Monday was like the most incredibly productive day I've had in a long time. I accomplished so much. And then in the evening I was working on my novel that I'm writing and I, um, I wrote 2000 words in like an hour and 15 minutes. Wow. <laughs> like, this is wow. fantastic. And <laughs> Um, and then at some point I was like, you know, <laughs> it's also enough. I've yes. done enough. It, like, so, and I'm, I'm terrible about not giving myself credit, not celebrating when I've done something. My business coach just said to me yesterday, she's like, you know, you did a lot last week. If that's not worth celebrating, I'm not sure when, what is, or when you're going to celebrate. And I, when you're, I think when you're in a corporate job, like I was, the recognition is very slim and you just, you did this, maybe you did an outstanding job on this project and you just move on to the next thing. And I've just continued that in my, my life as an entrepreneur. So believing it and it's good to take a break. I know that logically, I know that I have read a lot of research on that, that says exactly that you will be more productive if you take a break. And then, you know, to some extent, I think it's kind of fake it till you make it. Like I'm saying this and then I'm going to make myself take a break. And the first time or two or five or 10, that break doesn't feel so great, right? Because you're just like, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, uh, I'm wasting time and you don't relax. So it is, it's like anything else, any other exercise you're doing, you have, you just, you buy it and then you get, you really dedicate yourself to it and you get used to it. And then suddenly it starts to work and yeah. you know, and you're feeling the effects of it and it's helping your work and it's helping your health. Yeah. I will willingly admit on this podcast that I am, I'm not a very good example when it comes to stopping when I need to stop. Um, just because it's, it's a weird psychological thing, but at the end of my day, I, I have even objectively, I can look at a list and see that I've done all these different things, but I'll feel like there is so much left undone and that creates Mm -hmm. this inner thing here that says like keep working keep working you're not going to have it done but i think if that's probably one thing that could hack my life is being able to tell myself and even fake it mean like even my brain doesn't think that i'm done just at least get in the habit get in the action of just saying you need to stop today because i'm done for today Um, Mm -hmm. i think that can make a tremendous difference so yeah and that also gets back to the boundaries 
you know, put a boundary around your to-do lists. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty horrendous about this, like creating a to-do list that's not even realistic. Mm -hmm. And, but create, like decide these are the four things I'm going to do today and then stop. And after you're done with those things and this was enough and, Mm -hmm. um, what if you're not done though? What if, what if your mind, you think you're not (laughs) done with editing your podcast or or marketing it enough like what well absolutely you should spend your life editing your podcast until you know until it's perfect no, i'm kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> I knew, no no You're like, that doesn't make sense <laughs> no i think it that, never it never will be perfect it really right? won't i'm serious like no yeah. ex- mm-hmm. uh just this is my i'm completely rewriting my book and this would be the fourth, I was about to do the fourth round of revisions. And it's just what you said, it's never going to be perfect. You're never going to feel yeah. like it's a hundred percent done. And if you're, um, if you're really thinking that you are capable of producing perfection, then you're probably being unrealistic because no one's perfect. Right. right. But, but I think that if there still is more to be done, something that helps me is to break it up into these are this is what I can do for today, and then looking at my calendar for tomorrow or the next day or whatever. When is the next time that this could be done? And if you're in a terrible situation where you um, you have to get it done by the before you leave the office today because it's due today, mm-hmm. then you know it's being a workaholic doesn't mean that you did it you worked way too much one day it means you're doing it all the time all the time you're you're skipping lunch every day it means you're staying at the office till eight o'clock at night so if you have a big project or you have something that just you know your podcast is just giving you a really hard time and you Mm -hmm. need to spend more time on it that day i think it's okay to do that too that's also realistic you know and things come up and especially if you're an entrepreneur then Sometimes a client calls, and if you are a solopreneur, you're the only person who can who can do it. Um, so as long as it's not a habit, you know, if you're doing this once a month, that's not as bad. That's not. I'm not so concerned about that. If you're doing this every day or four times a week, yeah. that's a different story. That probably also gets into prioritization and some other things that could benefit um, your work. I love that. Thank you for bringing that up. All right. I want to talk about my favorite one. Um, that's just because I there's just so much uh, cool science behind it. But prioritize sleep, good food, and exercise. How have you seen that give benefit to mm. your life? <laughs> I'm. This is really probably it's the hardest one for me, honestly. Um, I think that when I do sleep enough, then just I'm just more alert the next day, and the. Probably the biggest one for me is the food. I am terrible about lunch. I skip lunch a lot (laughs) and I'll get to like two or three o'clock in the (sighs) afternoon and I'm like, gosh, I feel awful. Oh, I haven't eaten lunch yet. Like that makes a huge difference. But what I've started doing is I'm in a Toastmasters club that meets at 7 a.m. I have to, (laughs) I have to leave my house. Giving speeches at 7 a.m. does not sound easy. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I have to leave my house at six fifteen to get there. Um, especially if you're if you're speaking. And what I found was that if I just eat something that has some protein and some fat in the morning right away, um, even if it's like in the car on my way to my meeting, that I'm a better speaker. I I'm like if I don't do that, I am jittery. I'm anxious. I don't do as well in my actual speaking. 
And so now I, that has become a practice. And actually I try to keep a little something in my bag, just like a, a pistachios for a while where like I always had pistachios in my bag because it was amazing how much of a difference that meant or made when my blood sugar wasn't rock bottom and I was able to you know have some energy to draw on (laughs) yeah I was just telling my friends last night that I last week for some reason I was more jittery and anxious than usual and I couldn't figure it out like my sleeping was okay I wasn't working like crazy and I really couldn't figure out why. And then I realized that I really had dropped the ball on my nutrition and wasn't doing what you just said, which is like get the good protein in, get the good fat, good carbohydrate. And um, this week my eating has been spot on. I've had the breakfast, lunch, and that was the difference, like pinning pinpointing it down. Like I feel tremendously better this week. And the only variable was my eating. So um, mm-hmm. it's, it's easy to forget and lose sight that like you got to make time for eating and good eating. So, especially when you're running on adrenaline, mm-hmm. you know, or if you, I don't drink coffee, but if you drink something that has caffeine in it, you feel like you have enough energy, but you really wait, don't. Wait, 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 let's go back to that. You don't drink coffee. I don't, <laughs> oh, I don't drink coffee. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> I need coffee. I need it. And the fact that you are such a, a, a happy, healthy individual and like no coffee, that's crazy. Right. I love that. I've tried it in a bunch of ways and it like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, definitely cool. the outlier on that. Well, I'd like to conclude. Um, I want to hear more about you in a second here, but I, I just got to ask, this has my, been my favorite go-to closeout question here, mm. but Hillary, if you could tattoo one encouraging message for every single person dealing with the symptoms of workaholism, what would that message be? The short version is breaks are good. I thought that would, I have a small wrist. I thought that would fit on my wrist. Um, (laughs) But I also thought um, taking breaks extends your, extends your life. And in a lot of ways, not just that you'll, they, People think you'll live longer, but also it will extend your life in having a broader life, better relationships. You'll have hobbies that you're invested in. It extends your life in a lot of ways and getting the, a grip on your on your stress level and especially the self-induced stress. I love that. Breaks seem so counterproductive in the moment, but yeah. if you think long term, like breaks will extend your life. It totally changes your perspective and your mind, your mindset. So. Yeah. And 15 minutes. I mean, really. <laughs> it's not that long. Uh, you can people, most people can do that, you know. Cool. Well, Hillary Constable, you've been an excellent guest, and I'm not just saying that. <laughs> I just was really blown away. Um, you may have totally just changed my life, and I, oh, wow. I can't thank you enough for that. <laughs> so, I want to hear more about. First of all, how do we find about? How do we find out about you? And how do I do this 2020 pledge that can yeah. also change my life? I am in the process of consolidating my work into one website, which will be just hillaryconstable.com. And the 2020 pledge is there. It'll be officially launched on December 1st, but you can see the outline of the, um, yeah, the outline of it today. It's there, hillaryconstable.com slash the 2020 pledge. And that's, I mean, that, that website also has links to how you can reach me. And I'm on Instagram if you'd like to check out my photography habit <laughs> or hobby. Um, just it's Hilaria for complexity. It has three eyes in it. 
H-I-L-A-I-R-I-A. <laughs> anyway, so those are, um, everything will be under that hillaryconstable.com. And the speech I gave on workaholism last Thursday, which is also a lot about the pledge, is posted there also right now. So Perfect. So for you listeners who are jogging, driving, or whatever, we want you to be safe. So what I'll do is I'll make sure to drop those links in the description of your podcast platform, wherever you're listening, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever it is, so you can check that out. So, ladies and gentlemen, this concludes our 91st episode of the Career Warrior Podcast. Wow, what amazing material we had going on here. Just teaches you valuing your life as a whole and not just your work. I think if we could just change one person's life out there, we would have done our job. You know, I want to go out and make an impact with everyone, but I know that there's someone here on this podcast listening right now that their life is going to be changed because... It's just going to provide so much more happiness in your life. So take this episode, listen to it again if you need to. And we really hope to make that deep impact. A few other episode recommendations, if you found this to be helpful or useful. Um, we had about 20, 30 episodes ago, we talked, we dove into nutrition and sleep and the science behind that and how that can improve your work life. I will also drop the episodes, the episodes below as well. If you like that, found it interesting, I'd recommend you check it out. All right, this concludes our 91st episode. Go out and be warriors. And for more on your job search, make sure to check out letseatgrandma.com. That's where you can find our blog, where we post the podcast show notes and so many more articles that will help you in your job search. You can also check out our resume services if you are interested in getting your resume professionally reworked. And please make sure to show us some love by jumping onto iTunes and leaving us a rating. The support from my fellow warriors will show the world how great this podcast is and help other people in their job search. Pay it forward. Thanks, guys, for being true warriors, and thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week.